All right, let's do it. Friday night. God, Jed, I hope you're ready, man. I know that we are like opposite sometimes when it comes to where we're at at personality levels of excitement. Eight and a half right now at 6.01. I got a, I got a coffee. Okay. You brought like a lot of food tonight. You're ready to go. I did. Well, that just means I'm hungry. You got like an extra large Kit Kat, a box of salad, I think is what it is. Yep. I think I nailed that. You did. Top three salads. How do you rank them? Well, I, hmm. Mm. Caesar salad number one. Build okay. your own is number one, but Caesar that's salad. The, that's off the books. Cobb salad. Okay. You know and then the Cobb salad. probably like a, a Southwestern. Okay. A little tortilla strips, a little corn, a little yeah. salsa dressing. Yeah. All right. No, no shame in that, my man. Big salad guy here. Not that that surprises you. A big salad guy. Big, comma, yeah. salad guy. But you wanted the big salad. For those of you that want me to show you the broadness of my, I guess, upcoming from TV to music, Bruce Springsteen, next Saturday night, baby. Juiced. What a week this could be for your boy, Jed. What a week this could be for your boy. After getting uh, shunned, from the trip to Arizona, slept on it, got over it real quick, kind of like an ex-girlfriend. But that took longer. And But who's counting? The thing is, um, here we are. We're Friday before the Super Bowl, right? Big game on Sunday. A lot of money won last night. We'll get into that a little bit later because um, I'm sure a lot of you won money. If you did, please let me know what you want on Mahomes MVP. Come out. Bring them in. 913-586-7610. Lots of fun tonight. Bring up the energy. It's Friday, you're here, you can't be grumpy, we're not saying sports blank, you know what anymore, we, we retired it, can't do it, won't do it, not going to do it, but we're there, right, we're here, a lot more snow on this side of the state than, than, than where I'm from, but what a week this is, like my next seven days, like Tim McGraw couldn't even write a song this good, right, we know the Chiefs are probably most definitely Probably going to win the Super Bowl, right? Which means Monday is like a holiday hangover. It's like the best hangover you could ever have, which I'm a rare breed. I don't get them. Not sure why. I've had one hanger in my entire life, 35 years old. Hey, no. And, and then you get Tuesday where you get to kind of rest, or if you are in a relationship or you do the holiday Valentine's Day thing, that's fun. I dig it. I'm always down for a romantic dinner. Little cocktail, little appetizer, throw me a little salmon dip. Wednesday, you get a parade. It's gonna be like 60 degrees while all you're at the parade. I'm gonna go play golf. Perfect time to play golf, right? Everyone's at the parade, everyone's watching the parade. Hey, can I tee off at like 11:15? Sure. Wide open. I know. Can't wait. And then Saturday, Bruce Springsteen. If I die Sunday, I'm good. And that's how we lead the show off tonight. Um, but again, 913-586-7610. This is After Hours. Jed Marshall's with you tonight. Dusty Likens as well till 9 o'clock. Um, awesome to see that it stays lighter later. I dig that. 6.05 and we still have light on the horizon. It's not pitch black, so that's cool. Um, but 913-586-7610, if you're trying to intervene with the show tonight, always feel free. It's open to the public. <clears throat> Excuse me. But something that I want to get open to the public is with this game on Sunday, this Super Bowl matchup, by the way, just a quick interruption, Jay Binkley at 630. I mean, it's every Friday night. We ought to get the guy his own open. Um, I probably ought to work on that. 
I'll put that in the memory bank. Um, but Jay Binkley, 630. I mean, why not? Greatest Red Friday of the of the entire season. Super Bowl Sunday right around the corner. If it's any other teams, he's already jacked. You put in a, a Kansas City Chiefs team, and it's like no sweatpants allowed. But enough is enough, right? Enough of the fun. Right? I'm kind of over it. Actually, I was kind of over it Wednesday. We kind of hinted at it. Pete Sweeney of Arrowhead Pride, he kind of hinted at it as well. Kind of over the fun. I'm kind of over the... The lovey-dovey stories, the, you know, the youngest quarterbacks, the Andy Reid Bowl, which I do believe is is my main headline going into this, and I'll explain about that a little bit later as well. But, man, it's like, let's take the gloves off, right? Let's, let's throw some dirt in the eye. Let's have a little fun. Like, I like Jalen Hurts, right? In fact, I find him hard not to like. He's never said anything, you know, really egregiously dumb. He's never said anything egregiously hateful or rude. Um, the college storyline, that's fun. It's great. I'm over it. I don't want it anymore. A.J. Brown, think he's a dog. It's not his fault that he got signed up to take a shirtless picture next to D.K. Metcalf. That's not his fault. Unfortunately, that's like Matt Damon next to Brad Pitt. It just, hey, we did a movie together. Unlucky to be next to this guy. A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf, easy decision. You know, you're going DK. Um, but like AJ Brown, I think he's a good, fun, physical, fast receiver, kind of in that mold of receivers that I tend to lean towards if I were to start a franchise. That's something against Justin Jefferson or Tyree Kill or guys like that. I just like the receivers like AJ Brown, Jamar Chase. But again, enough of the nice talk. AJ Brown has owned the Chiefs in the past. Go get him on the biggest stage. Brotherly love, that's fine. Let's get, let's get a little nasty. Let's have a little fun with this. Don't have to disrespect each other. But it's like the Kelsey story. That was awesome. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. The podcast is great. I enjoy it. Listen to it. I think it's awesome. Their dad, fantastic character. Reminds me of some of my friends' dads that were just you know, kind of brutes, brutally honest, a little sarcastic, maybe a lot sarcastic. The mom's fantastic, sweet as a peach, made the cookies, brought them on the stage, enjoyed it. I'm over it. It's Super Bowl time, baby. Final practice was held today by the Chiefs. No more media talk. Go get it. Think about the Chiefs fans versus Philadelphia fans. Right? Chiefs fans allegedly rob banks, place money on games to win, and then now I think are bailed out. Maybe, maybe not. Somebody of a certain show called After Hours might have reached out to see what that guy was doing these days. Maybe, I'm just, maybe that happened. Just, there's a chance. Not pointing any fingers. And you think about their fans. You know, their fans are kind of like the ones that take it too far. One step too much. You know, they go a little above and beyond at being rude. A city of brotherly love is, is not really love at all. They're just a bunch of brutes that are rude. They don't care about you or your team or your fans or your family. They're going to say whatever they want. Normally comes with a very rough way about it. Take the gloves off. 
Now I know there's no more media and the whole time before the game, you want to kind of like introduce yourself lightly, get going, have fun with it. But now it's one of those things where, you know, maybe something accidentally leaks. Let the disrespect of the Vegas line play out. The over-under this game is 51, and Philadelphia is still a point-and-a-half favorite. Why is Philadelphia a point-and-a-half favorite? None of it adds up. Let that be something that gets talked about. I just think that there's a little bit too much. This just felt like a real friendly Super Bowl, and I know that Super Bowls really don't have the effect of championship games like the Bengals and the Chiefs. Like Nobody disrespected. It's not there. It's not anybody's house. It's at a neutral site. But it just felt like with this matchup going into this game, everybody's friends, right? Well, dad coached us both. We're the son. They're the stepson. Travis Kelsey, Jason Kelsey, brothers, the oddities of it. It's fantastic. The mom and the dad's relationship with both of them, fantastic. The jerseys that are half Philly, half Chiefs, great. But really, the whole thing is there's been disrespect the entire time. You're a point and a, point and a half favorite, uh, dog. I believe Jalen Hurts at this point has better odds of winning MVP than Patrick Mahomes. And yet the MVP is the entire league and probably the best coach in the last five years is on one sideline. Pretty odd if you ask me. Coming up on the other side, this is again After Hours. Dusty Likens with you, Jed Marshall as well. It's, it's Friday, biggest red fight of the year. Time to get a little bit more juiced. Get you through the end of the night, 9 o'clock, then we sign off. But coming up on the other side, foreshadowing. It's pretty interesting. It happened last night. I'll tell you why and why it's, I don't know, pretty relevant for the situation. All right. That's a good vibe. It's a good up and high bounce song, high volume, high octane type of music. Here we go. I thought we were going to get like, going down the road, feeling bad. I'm not making fun of them. I just figured that might have been the, the mood we were going with. Big fan of them, by the way. What is your opinion of Jack Johnson, or do I need to ask? You can just shake your head. if you. Think no, I like Jack Johnson okay. a lot. I've actually seen him twice live in concert. Nice. That would be the way I'd want to do it. Just record every album in Hawaii. Just be really good at the acoustic guitar and have, like, an amazing, like, alto voice. Well, and be an ex-surfer. <laughs> I did not know he was an ex-surfer. Though. Yeah, he actually, so he was a, a surfer and film documentary maker, and mm. he got injured. So one of the reasons why he started making music is because he needed to score some different documentaries that he was helping put together. I bet he scored a lot. Well, I think he's married happily. Uh, I don't know happily. I guess I'd put that in there, but it'd be tough not to be happy living in Hawaii. I bet, I bet he's got happy. some good money. Yeah, I'm sure she's happy. Probably. Like, what do you want your alarm to be? You want me to get up at 4 a.m. And, and tune up the guitar? Or do you want, me just, you want me to just hit the button and you can do your own thing? I want you to wake me up. All right. That'd be a great bucket list. Uh, 913, I was listening to CDOT earlier. He and a couple of guys on his show, both of them not giving the Chiefs a snowball's chance in hell against the Eagles. Don't worry. Uh, we'll bring that up a little bit later as we have uh, Philly versus Kansas City, their media versus our media. We'll see what guys... Um, what points they have. I think some people, I don't know. I mean, you got to believe in your hype, right? Like I went on a show in Alberto, Canada, Edmonton, to be fair with you. 
um, and said if, if Patrick Mahomes wins, he's a top five quarterback of all time. Pretty bold take. Kansas City media member. I'm sure someone out there was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. They just think this guy's everything. I mean, you win two league MVPs, you win two Super Bowls, and you've only played five years, and you possibly win your second Super Bowl MVP. I'd say that's top five category. Um, your show, not ours. There you go. There you go. Jordan, always good to have you around. Um, somebody said they bet $50 and won 500 on Mahomes uh, MVP. That's just awesome, right? That's just good to hear. Because I'm sure there's a lot of people that, that cashed in. Um, but I will say a lot of people probably have a big payout upcoming if the Chiefs can win the Super Bowl. But I think there might have been some foreshadowing last night. Um, for those of you that love Jurassic Park, for instance, the foreshadowing that happens in that movie, very beginning, Sam Neill, a.k.a. Dr. Grant, can't uh, figure out which seatbelt to grab because he has two female ends of the seatbelt. So he inter- intervenes, ties them together, makes his own seatbelt, somehow finds a way to be safe. Just like in the movie, all dinosaurs are girls, but eventually they evolve because life finds a way. Last night, Patrick Mahomes, I'll bring this together, Last night, Patrick Mahomes wins his MVP second of the entire NFL, right? And I know what a lot of you were thinking. My DraftKings account hit immediately, which it did. It was kind of nice. But the thing is, there's a little known stat that goes around that a streak Patrick Mahomes will have to snap on Sunday, according to Adam Schefter, is the last nine reigning MVPs who played in the Super Bowl have all lost. Nine for nine, to give it a Ferris Bueller's uh, reference, nine times. But for the folks that want to know where the foreshadowing comes in this, do you know who the last MVP quarterback was to win the Super Bowl and the MVP? It was the guy who started this trend in Kurt Warner. Do you remember who gave Patrick Mahomes his MVP last night? It was, in fact, Kurt Warner. And Kurt Warner is a two-time MVP winner in the NFL. Patrick Mahomes wins his second NFL MVP last night. Now, the other thing that can go into this account for what may happen is that there's a lot of people out there that believe in these type of things and whatever you believe in is completely fine if you believe in curses if you believe in jinx whatever it may be and for those of you that want to know I mean I guess you could google search it but it might take a little bit more time so my boss might be okay to tell you but your last nine MVPs to play in the Super Bowl and all lose were Kurt Warner in 01 Rich Gannon in 02 Sean Alexander in 05 Brady in 7 Manning in 9 Manning in 13 Cam Newton in 15 Matt Ryan in 16 Tom Brady in 17 this year, Patrick Mahomes will play in the Super Bowl. He is the MVP of the league nine times. All losses. The thing that for those of you that might like counterbalancing the juju, no pun. Um, 
The Chiefs will well will wear white jerseys in this Super Bowl. The first time Patrick Mahomes will wear a white jersey in the Super Bowl. In fact, out of the last 18 Super Bowls, 15 times the team wearing the white jersey has won. 15 times. And yes, I did make the mistake last Friday night of thinking the Chiefs wore a white jersey when they played the Niners. In fact, I know now by very many of you that the Chiefs, in fact, wore a red jersey against the Niners. The last two teams to win wearing solid colored jerseys, Chiefs and Philadelphia. The last time the two number one seeds played in the Super Bowl, Philadelphia beat New England. You know, Statue of Liberty player, whatever they called that, with Nick Foles. (laughs) The Philly special. (laughs) Yeah, that one. The annexation of Puerto Rico. That was in the uh, Little Giants movie. I didn't make that up on the fly. But Patrick Mahomes, to wrap up this sort of conversation of, well, this happens all the time, and don't you know about the Madden curse? Of course. But don't you know about Patrick Mahomes' career? Two-time NFL MVP, five AFC title games, all at home, three Super Bowl appearances, one Super Bowl MVP, three-time All-Pro, five-time Pro Bowl, two-time passing touchdowns leader, NFL record 5,614 total yards in a season. And oh, by the way, he snapped the Chiefs playoff drought wins, home wins, and he's never played a game on the road. Patrick Mahomes can hear everything that you want to say about the last nine times that somebody has won. But if anybody was going to do it, if anybody's going to be that guy, It's Mahomes. The numbers in his career let you know that he's a, he's he's just kind of a record breaker. He's a guy that it doesn't mean anything to him, right? Like Kansas city hadn't won a super bowl in 30 years. Here he comes. How you doing? First year as a starter, 50 touchdowns, 5,000 yards, MVP offensive player of the year. First year as a starter, second year as a starter, super bowl, super bowl MVP. Beats the Colts at home. Something that a lot of you have been waiting for for a very long time. Did it with ease. Did it so easily. Andrew Luck said, I'm done playing football. I don't want to do this anymore. Seriously, you're tired the next year. And here it all begins. Patrick Mahomes gets his second MVP from Kurt Warner, who's the last quarterback to win the MVP and win the Super Bowl in the same year. I don't know. What say you, Patrick Mahomes? Somebody who's got a lot to talk about, especially about Patrick Mahomes and this Super Bowl, who's about to have a lot of fun on Sunday, is one Jay Binkley. Jay Binkley joins After Hours right after this commercial break. Back in on After Hours on a Friday night, Jed Marshall, Dusty Likens with you, just figuring this out for the first time. I guess Patrick Mahomes has more than three nicknames. I'm dead serious. I'm going to tell you, I did not know he had this many nicknames. Grim Reaper, Showtime, Magic Man, The Musician, The Gunslinger, Mahome Boy, and Fatrick. That last one seems a little rude. Because I assume the people that are calling him that are probably weighing a little bit more than Patrick Mahomes. I did not know he had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven nicknames. Does anyone call him any of those? Do you call him any of those? I 
No. I call him Patrick Mahomes. I was going to say I call him Mahomes. Somebody who's extremely talented and extremely famous and good, terrible nicknames. Like, these are just awful. Showtime was the one they forced upon us. Mahomes boy is just, I think, Shannon Sharps. The gunslinger is terrible and reused. Magic man? Ugh. Well, speaking of Magic Mike, Jay Binkley will join us now on the uh, hotline. Jay Binkley, how are you this evening? Doing good, Dust Man. You yeah. got a few. You're Dusty Likens. Yeah. You're the Dust Man. Yeah. Dirty Werewolf. The Wolf. You got, yeah. you got a few. Yeah, but those, like, they're 100%. That's the only thing I have better than Patrick Mahomes in life. A nice organic nickname that everybody calls you. It's universal. It's not just one person. I guess some people call you Dustman and some do yeah. the wolf. I do both. Dustman's kind of been the whole life. Like that's always like from little league to like high school yeah. to everything. Which is, come on, Dustman. Like that's always kind of yeah. been there. Um, mm-hmm. The wolf obviously got created here. And then I think Mitch Holtis just calls me the mule, which is very honest. Like, I mean, I, I love that nickname. I don't have any, I don't have any characteristics that can back that other than my college. Um, and that's just real. But where I want to start you off tonight, because we're going to talk to you on Sunday. I hope you know that, by the way, because we're doing nine to two again. So you're uh, you're booked in from one thirty to two. I hope that's okay with you. No, it's fine with me. Let's do it. Let's have some fun because I'm going to be. Uh, I don't. I doubt I'll be sleeping tomorrow night, Dusty. Yeah, I, I said there's no sweatpants allowed in your house for the next few days because of where we're at with you uh, this time no, of year. You, you but, can't. Yeah, you, you can't. You got to have you, jeans uh, and two pairs of drawers. But Beakley. <laughs> Um, where I want to start is, is there was really no smack talk in this whole Super Bowl thing just because there were so many like powder puff stories that kind of took over everything. Um, and that's not to be disrespectful to any storyline that just was. Um, I think the biggest disrespect is the is the Vegas line. I, I'm kind of interested to say where you think the biggest disrespect comes as we start this conversation on a Friday night. This is not the disrespect. I think both teams are keeping it really close to the vest. I'm a little bit surprised because usually you have a storyline leading into the Super Bowl. It could be anything, but there's always usually a storyline. And it's just not in this game because the, the teams, um, I think, generally like each other. Although I think uh, there'll be some peacocking either way. Either team wins in, in the Super Bowl for sure. And especially coming from the Philadelphia side, you can see a lot. They're just holding things in. But I like the line. I'm glad the Chiefs are the underdog. Because they like to, uh, you know, carry the whole uh, underdog mentality. I think it's what drives them. I think it's what drove the 2015 Royals parlaying off 2014 and everybody thinking they're underdogs and then everybody liking them and then all of a sudden everybody not liking them. And I think the Chiefs have taken on the villain role in the NFL. And I saw with the Patriots, and that's a good thing. If you can be the villain, that's a good thing because all the hate that comes out, all the angst that comes out, people that are tired of seeing the Kansas City Chiefs have success. If there could be anything that motivates this team, which this team loves motivation, this team loves a chip on the shoulder, so I'm perfectly happy with the line. Do you believe in, like, curses? Do you think there's something there? Because I know that we just spent the last conversation talking about how Mahomes is the MVP and the last nine people to win the MVP and play in the Super Bowl have never won. Um, In fact, Kurt Warner set the record and then he started it and ended it all at the same time uh, when he won the MVP in back-to-back seasons and then won the Super Bowl, then lost it. Do you believe in any of that? Or is this, if there was ever going to be a guy, this is the one to kind of stare it in the face and and give it two middle fingers. 
Well, I'm not going to tell you, Dusty, that I'm not superstitious because mm-hmm. I am. What's Michael Scott say? A little stitious? Yeah, I'm not superstitious, um, just a little stitious. I've worn the, I've worn the same clothes. Did we just lose Binkley? Binkley? That's a terrible way to go out. That is an absolute terrible way to lose contact with one Jay Binkley. Oh, man. We were right there. We were right there with Jay. And then he just he, he left us. It's like another Jurassic Park reference. The lawyer that just jumps out of the seat and gets eight on the crapper. He left us. Did not see that coming. All right, Jay, you're back. Go ahead. You're there, Jay. I'm here, Dutch man. Sorry no, about yeah. that. No, I get a little no, too excited. No, you're, yeah, yeah. no you're going to like, I just ended. I was like, what a way to go out. Like, you're going to tell me you're just a little superstitious and then click. Oh, you know what? They, 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 it's Hell completely of a tea, but, speak. But what's, what's the, what's the, uh, what, what is it? Eight, eight street Super Bowls have been lost by the team that wins the coin toss. Is that what it is? It's something like that. But so, yeah, I'll like, be watching it. Then what's the other number? It's uh, uh, white jerseys or 15 and three. Oh, yeah. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of things. Uh, but here's the thing. We all know it doesn't matter. But I will say this. You know, there for a while I did subscribe to the Madden curse. Yeah. If you're on the cover of Madden. Um, it hasn't always panned out lately. But to, to say, oh, the Sports Illustrated curse, things like that. Uh, have I ever been concerned about that? Yeah, I have. I'm not going to lie. I know it's silly. Uh, to be superstitious, but yeah, I mean, you have to think about those things, even though they don't matter, even though they don't matter at all, no, nor does your previous meeting with the team really matter the way it is, but we put a lot of stock behind it, don't we? Yeah, I will say this. I don't know what to believe when it comes from the San Francisco side of things. I've seen how you've reacted towards like Christian McCaffrey, like, you know, both teams and all that kind of stuff. The yeah. one, the one thing I will say is there's a couple of guys that have mentioned that they were ready to expose the secondary of Philadelphia. What might be yeah. into that? Like, I know that you probably like saw that and kind of looked at things, but these are coming from guys who don't really talk much like a Brandon. Ayuk, like a, like a Debo Samuel. Like you don't really hear a lot of those guys uh, often than not. And then they both come out and say this type of stuff. Yeah. It was kind of weird. It was kind of weird. They said, especially a guy like Debo. I, do I think there's a little bit of uh, anger to losing to the Eagles the way they did? I do. Um, even with the healthy Brock Purdy, um, that Philadelphia pass rush. I mean, do we really think they were going to win in Philadelphia? I don't. Um, you saw the Chiefs really expose uh, the 49ers. You notice they're not saying anything about the Chiefs because the Chiefs put one on them in Frisco, 44 points on that number one defense in the NFL. I like to trot out there so much. So that was a, embarrassing for the 49ers. I don't know if you can really say they, they – here's the thing. Philadelphia, yeah, it's number one pass defense in the NFL. We know that. But the Chiefs have been very good against good defenses. I mean, but when, when Tampa this year, they were top five in scoring defense. Chiefs put 41 on them on the road. And the Chiefs still put up points against the Broncos, who are a very good scoring defense uh, themselves. Um, run defense, Philadelphia 17th. They've given up 18 more sacks than the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, they have their areas that can be exposed. And I know a lot of people have looked at their the quarterbacks they played because the quarterbacks they played, haven't been that great. Let's be honest, but I will say this about Philadelphia because people will talk about their record, but they are nine and one against teams with winning records. So, you know, people can bag their schedule and all that, but they are nine and one against teams with winning records. Now it could be, you know, teams that are nine and eight um, to have a winning record. But when you've played 
Justin Fields, Dak Prescott, Andy Dalton, Davis Webb, Cooper Rush, Kenny Pickett, Davis Mills, Taylor Heineke, Matt Ryan, Josh Johnson. Does that really scare you? No. And that's kind of like that leads up to my next question is that it's I, I, I get it because I do think that the biggest disrespect is the Vegas line, which I'm still I'm all over it. You know me. I'm on it. I'm, I'm on cheese plus one and a half with some serious bread on that. But I mean, I think <laughs> that when you look at this, like I look all year like the gauntlet was the AFC, right? Like I, I, I think if you take I'm not again, I'm being biased, but I think if you look at Philadelphia and look at Cincinnati, you say, Dusty, pick one of these teams for the next five years. I'm picking Cincinnati and I'm not talking about contracts because Philly's still got to pay Jalen Hurts, still got to pay Devonta Smith. Some of their guys are going to retire, but I'm just looking at like right now, I, I would, I would take Cincinnati over, over Philadelphia. And yet the Chiefs survived Buffalo. They survived Cincinnati. They survived their division. They survived the AFC played against multiple talented quarterbacks. And yet Philadelphia still sits over there with a minus one and a half in front of their name. And then what quarterback have they faced, let alone, again, I know Mahomes is the best, but again, like what's the closest comparison they've had against Mahomes, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, probably in that early season matchup. But the one thing about Philadelphia is I think it did hurt the chiefs a bit because of the injuries and the amount of injuries is sustained, even though the injury report came out today and there's no game status mm-hmm. on anybody, which is a really good sign for the Chiefs. But I think the culmination of the injuries, because that did fluctuate that Bengals line, because that Chiefs-Bengals line would go from Chiefs favor to Bengals favor to almost a draw. You saw that that line just moved all over the place mm-hmm. when it came to Chiefs and Bengals. But I'm with you. I think Cincinnati and the Buffalo Bills um, are better than teams in the NFC. I do. I think the good quarterbacks reside in the AFC. Mm-hmm. I think the future of the quarterback position is Mahomes. I do think it's Joe Burrow. Josh Allen's over here. Lamar Jackson's over in the AFC. Um, I, I I just like what the AFC is doing with quarterbacks. And yeah, I, Jalen Hurts is a tremendous quarterback, but there's just not a lot of consistency with NFC quarterbacks. Even Aaron Rodgers ha- had a down year for him this year. And of course, Russell Wilson's down in the AFC just stinking it up. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I, I just look at the balance of power being the AFC, to be honest with you. The Chiefs are king of the, kings of the AFC. So, yeah, I mean, they, they should be the ones getting the respect because getting to the Super Bowl in the AFC is tougher than the NFC. Who's got the toughest matchup on Sunday? I, I think it's the Chiefs offensive line. Okay. I, I think it's Orlando Brown and, and Andrew Wiley. And I think that's going to be a, a completely tough matchup because one thing about the Eagles are – they can get to the quarterback with 70 sacks. That's no joke. Chiefs had 55. They were second in the NFL. Yeah. But that's a 15 sack difference. That's a full Chris Jones. That's two. like a full Chris Jones season behind the two. But the good news is for the Chiefs pass rush, this line of the Eagles has given up what, 44 sacks on the season. That's 18 more than the Kansas City Chiefs. They're 13th in the NFL at that. The Chiefs, by the way, on the flip side, they're 30th in the NFL. There's only two teams that have given up more sacks than the Kansas City Chiefs. So, yeah, a lot of people would talk about the Philadelphia pass rush and how they're going to get to Mahomes and all that. Well, Jalen Hurts hasn't been healthy himself. Uh-huh. He missed two out of the last three games. He said even uh, back on February 2nd, um, he, it's something he's working through and he's feeling better. But he isn't even average four, four yards to carry in the postseason. He's been at like 3.8 and 3.6. It's kind of limited him and what he does. I know there's been a lot of attention on the homes, but Jalen Hurts isn't exactly 100% healthy either. Right, and it's been, you know, not a lot of football played in two weeks. They've never been to this stage before, but yet they carry the minus one and a half, which I think is absolutely astonishing. Jay, um, I'm with you. And here's one thing too, Dusty. Yeah. I don't, did, you, did you ever read Albert Breer earlier this week? The yeah, article he put out? Sure. yeah. 
tremendous stuff, how the Chiefs started worrying about Patrick Mahomes' contract before he even started with the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. The Eagles are going to have to pay Jalen Hurts. That's you know, this thing, is something man. like they're going to be able to pay everybody else. Or like the Chiefs have been able to pay Mahomes, draft well, and spend money in other places. And uh, it's pretty impressive with the way they've done it. Yeah, there's a lot of people that try to get the next Brett, uh, the next Patrick Mahomes, but a lot of people need to worry about more so about trying to get the next Brett Veach uh, is why it works <laughs> a lot in Kansas City. Binkley, um, I'll talk to you Sunday, man, and then we can talk food, beer, football, all the good things that we were put on this uh, this. Uh, God's given her to talk about, so I will. Because uh, you know what, you, you got to really do it right if yeah. you're having the Super Bowl. And, you know, I put a poll out there, Desi. I, well, I retweeted a poll someone put out there. Mm-hmm. You realize a significant amount of people like to watch the Super Bowl alone instead of the Super Bowl party. So I, I like that. and I respect that because it's yeah. the same way I am. So Wednesday night, I had a lot of people say that they are going to watch the game at their house, either with their significant other or alone, because they said the last two, there's been too many side conversations and not a lot of attention spent watching the game, and they want to take this one in. Yeah, you, know, you can do it with other games, but not when the Chiefs are in it. No way, Jose. All right, uh, Beakley, I'll talk to you on Sunday. I'll see, see you Sunday, on Sunday. Buddy. Take care tonight, man. Bye. Jay Binkley, 610 Sports Radio. You'll hear him Sunday after the game. You'll also hear myself, Rob Britton, every single host, every single producer, Pete Sweeney, everybody. Sunday afternoon to Sunday morning, actually, all the way to Sunday afternoon, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. We're going to do it again before the Super Bowl. When we come back, though, last night was fun. It was a great night. How great was it for you? I'll tell you how good it was for me. But I want to hear about your night last night when it came to Patrick Mahomes winning MVP here on After Hours on 610 Sports Radio. After Hours program here on 610 Sports Radio. Dusty Leggins with you, Jed Marshall. First hour is zooming by. We're here until 9 o'clock. Three total chewed pens in front of me. Leftover from one Carrington Harrison. In case you've never noticed or ever known, Carrington Harrison, quite the pen chewer. Everybody's got their vice. So, yeah. Just never was a pen chewer. In fact, when I went to school, this is kind of a random topic, but when I was in school, the gel pens got very popular um, for the real ones out there. They were, they were the hot commodity. They had, they had kind of surpassed, uh, was it mechanical pencils? Like those things were like really popular. And then the gel pen came along. And I remember these sicko weirdos would chew on them and they would explode in their mouth. And so there was, like, these kids coming out here looking like Asuka from the WWE with just, like, paint pouring out of their mouth. Like, why would you do that? Like, why would you chew on a pen? Don't you know the repercussions that are going to come with chewing on a gelled pen? It was always just nasty. I also remember this one kid. He would sit in the back corner and run his eraser on his desk, and then he would smell it. I don't know what he was trying to accomplish. But that's what he would do. I was a kid in fifth grade that got in trouble because I smelled Elmer's glue, you know, the rubber cement. Got in trouble for that. Didn't know that kids were doing it to get high. I just like the smell of it. It's a straight-up real story. I would just smell rubber cement, and the teacher was like, can you go to the, pr- the principal's office and explain to him what you're doing? <laughs> and I, you know? True as a North Star, I walked to that principal's office. His name was Mr. Barnhart. That's a real name. And he goes, why are you here? And I said, Mrs. I forget her name. Know the principal's name, not the teacher's name. We always had, like, block classes. So it's some other teacher. We'll say it was Mrs. Craig. That was one of my teachers. 
And I remember he goes, why are you here? And I said, because Mrs. Craig sent me here because I was doing this. And I opened the can. I went, and I screwed the lid back on. He said, now, why would you do that? I go, because I like the smell of it. He was like, okay. Well, stop doing that because there are chemicals in that that could, you know, do things. So I went home and told my mom I got in trouble for sniffing glue, and she freaked out. And that's when I knew that I was a little naive to the subjects. Reggie from Anaheim said he's watching the game by myself. I'm honestly, we can just do this right now. I'm not against watching this game with just like one other person or by yourself. And I do like the nickname Musty Dusty, Reggie. I do appreciate that. That's, that's not bad. Are you okay solo or with the wife just not having to go anywhere or not having to like, I'm different though. Like I like to make a dish and go like, I'm that guy. I'll be honest. I'm that guy. So generally, if I weren't doing post game with Bink, I would probably prefer just to watch the game with the wife well and just chill. Well played. What do you mean? <laughs> I, I forgot all about that. Well, yeah. I mean, so unfortunately, I'll, I mean, or yeah. fortunately, I'll be here until about three. But no, I'm, I'm more a person who likes <laughs> watching the game. The other thing that doesn't really ever affect me, and maybe it's probably the reason why I like watching the game by myself, is when you go to an actual event. Mm-hmm. The conversations go on during the game, and then everybody wants to shut up for the commercials. And while I understand the appeal of the commercials, Mm -hmm. if you watch television ever, you're going to see all of these said commercials the next day multiple times over. I get the nostalgia and the appeal, Mm -hmm. but eh, it's a 30-second spot. They're not really even all that clever anymore. So to me, yeah, I'd much rather just chill and watch the game order a pizza and just hang out with the, the lovely wife and the animals. Man, it got to be a rough day to be a pizza delivery guy. We, you're probably hopefully making good money. Yeah, that you, well, you'd hope there's respectful people out there. As one that's in the restaurant industry, there is... In this world, I think both you and I know that that's yeah, not the case. Though. Right, yeah. Man, you're really busy out there, dude. There's a lot of people in here eating lunch. Yes, there is. Five on 40. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. You're a sweetheart. That's going to go straight to my busser. Um, no, man, but for real, though, like, tip your pizza delivery people. Hell, tip when you go pick it up. If you're not even getting delivered, those people are in a nightmare. I was going to eat just more than anything. Yeah. I think that's something that's lost. Carry I know out. at the end of the day or at the end of each show, you talk about being kind to people. Just be patient. Mm-hmm. Recognize that all these people are doing a job. Do you think that they want to be there on Super Bowl Sunday? Yeah. No, they probably want to be at home chilling as well. So just be right. calm. Just be laid back, be patient, and you'll get your food at a reasonable time. Yeah. I mean, Missouri did something this week that should help you all be calm. Someplace you can order online if you want your medicinal pickup. Yeah, I'd like purple sour crunch. And on my way to pick that up, I'm going to go pick up my extra large New Yorker from Pizza Hut. TV star, Dusty. Thank you very much. That's, That's fun. Uh, I watched all Chiefs games alone. I hate the small talk during the games. Lance. Yeah, I'm I'm not, I'm not against Lance. I'm not against Reggie. I'm not against any of these people for, for not doing that. There's nothing really wrong with it. 913-586-7610. How are you watching the game? I am unfortunately one of those weirdos that I enjoy making a side dish or doing something to contribute to the party. But then I do get there early enough to like, find my spot, and it's always the last seat on the left because then no one can sit to me on this side. You can sit over here, but more than likely I'm leaning, and then I can see the TV. So 913-586-7610.
Uh, after hours, we continue to this. There's a guy that's not getting a lot of talk about what well, he is, but not in the right field. If you ask me and Sai, I'll get to you on the other side as well. It's the after hours on 610 Sports Radio.